This is the Conrad Alert. Civil defense information will be broadcast at 640. West of the Rockies, you're on the air. Hello. Y2K. How can we prepare? Stop a few of their machines and radios. Throw them into darkness for a few hours. We are fighting for our lives. My family must survive. Over five years. Thousand gallons of gas. Air filtration. Water filtration. Coming at you from the frozen tundra that is East Central Alberta, Canada. Streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Rumble, and Odyssey. Welcome back to the workshop where we create community, find freedom, promote preparedness, and share success. Today is July the 6th, 2023, and this is episode 334 of Workshop Radio. How the hell is everyone out there? It's good to see you. Who do we got in the comments already? Byron Roberts, and I want to shout out to Haas this evening. We are, we have literally become talk radio for him. He's on a trip back from Arizona, and uh, keeping him company. So it's great to have you guys. Always love love having you in here. And I see Haas pop up again. So first off, everybody wants to know why I'm wearing a hat. No, nobody asked. But uh, been a lot of complaints lately about the the shiny off the top of the bald head. So I figured I'd finally get with the cool kids and start wearing a hat. But Truthfully, it's just so I can show off the patches going forward. And uh, the latest patch just went out, guys. It, it was on Instagram today. I'm not going to have it here. So if you don't want to see it yet, don't go to Instagram or MeWe. But uh, this is last month's patch. This is uh, based on an old civil defense bomb shelter sign. This one says Civil Defense Workshop, Department of Toolman Tim, this way or this way, depending on which way you're looking at your screen. So anyway, if you're missing out on the patches, we... Uh, if you want to just buy an individual patch, we now have a merch store where you can buy back patches, which is kind of cool. You can click that link in the description, or you can go to patchofthemonth.co, sign up, and hook us up and go. You get 10 bucks a month, $100 a year, and it's a way to do a value-for-value value exchange. But I've been getting a lot of good feedback on the patches, so I thought I'd start sharing them with you guys a little bit more. Uh, number two, Self-Reliance Festival. we got the early bird pricing is 75 bucks until August 1st. Um, if you're going to sign up anyway, use my affiliate link, which is in the description today. But more than anything, just make sure you get signed up before August 1st so you don't have to pay the full price for tickets. Uh, like I said, merch store, links below. And Monday, I sent out all the silver for anybody I've heard back from so far. So anybody who's paid for your silver, it went out. So just get back to me to let me know. I have tracking on all of it and insured insurance on it all. So hopefully it'll all make it there. <laughs> but anyway, if anybody doesn't see it, let me know. And if there's anybody out there who spoke for some and I haven't heard back from me yet, um, got about another week or so before I open up what's left to everybody else. So anyway, just want to, if there's anybody out there still waiting that spoke for some, let me know and we will get it out to you. So beyond that, guys, how's everyone doing? I uh, tried something completely different tonight. I decided to make a Manhattan with rum. Hey, Yozik, good to see you in there. I uh, picked up the cheapest Kraken. It was a 40 ounce or Kraken at the duty free just before I came back from Montana. Figured it was time to stock up the bar with some, you know, cheap essentials as well. So this isn't too bad. Very, very molassesy, if that's a term. I don't know if it is or not, but here we are. So, as you guys know, we're going to talk about side hustles this evening. But a couple other things I wanted to chat about first before we get into that. The first thing is just a quick little update out uh, this week in the workshop or the weekly workshop segment, which I haven't done in a while. I'm back in 
the saddle back down here in the bomb shelter slash studio slash office, whatever you want to call it. So I figured I'd give you a quick little update on a few things. Uh, this week we did, uh, we, I, <laughs> the royal we, what the hell are you saying, Tim? I did a video on backfeeding or on safely hooking up your generator to your house. Uh, it's been a pretty big hit so far. And in it, I shared five or six mistakes that I made last year when I did it. So I improved my system immensely. It was a big, not a big project, but it was, it was something that I personally wanted to do. So I figured one of the best ways to do it was to make a video about it because then it would force me to get all my little steps done. So I made a homemade interlock switch. You get to see that. Um, upgraded both my outlet, which is now an inlet, and the plug itself. And a few other things. Had to move a break around in the panel. It's been a long process, but sometimes setting, I don't know, I'm not going to call those cheesy goals. Those are goals I want to get done. And so if I set them and then work them into content, that sort of thing, it's there for you. Lady Lou, great to see you. Always love having you in here. Spent the whole day working on property management today. I still have a bit to finish up tomorrow. I got an old set of cement steps that are crumbling down to absolutely nothing. So I'm going to do my best to repair them and get two or three more years out of them so that we don't have to tear the whole thing out and rebuild or pay someone else to rebuild it. So for now, it's going to be a, a scabbed on patched up repair. Yeah, for 80 bucks in concrete and a little bit of scrap wood for forms, we should be good. Um, oh, okay. So um, July 17th. I, so I'm going to be part of a really cool giveaway coming up soon. Uh, I can't let the cat out of the bag yet, but I was on a call today for a really big collaboration with a fairly large company. I'm pretty excited. So I'll let you guys know, but the the prize is going to be like four or $5,000 worth of stuff. I, I'm excited. Little, yeah, little really excited. It's a good way to collaborate with, I think there's like eight or 10 different creators in this whole thing. So it's as much as I can spoil for now. Uh, it's nice to tease you a little bit, but I, I'm excited, so I wanted to share with what I could. And uh, <laughs> Letty Lou's watching Letter Kenny tonight. Always appreciate you. Uh, oh, my twins are flying, uh, leaving on a jet plane on Saturday. They're heading out east with mom and dad for three days. <laughs> three days? Geez, no, that'd be a short trip. Three weeks. Going to miss them, but I'm excited. Uh, picked up some new gear at Harbor Freight recently. <laughs> you guys know I carry a um, Streamlight Stylus Pro flashlight, the rechargeable one. Well, I picked up the Harbor Freight version that is every bit, I don't know, for what it's worth, it seems like it's just as good for about a third the price. So we will see. Uh, I'm going to do some side-by-side -side testing, but it would be cool to have a Harbor Freight option for a third the price of the Streamlight. It looks good. It's, you know, aircraft, aluminum, rechargeable USB, 140 lumens, the whole works. Picked up a uh, battery adapter power source, like you guys have seen me do on uh, DeWalt batteries before. But this one's for the Bauer Harbor Freight batteries. I'm pretty excited about that. If Chicken Hawk, if you're out there listening, I know it's something you'll be interested in for sure. Oh, right on. You know, so everything got sent out Monday from Montana. That stuff got to you guys quick. Nate and Aaron got their silver today. That's exciting. Yozik got his SRF ticket today. And Letty Lou, keep an eye out for your silver. It should be there soon. Uh, both sets for your boys were sent same day as everybody else's. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, crazy thing. So in content creation, you never really know uh, what video, well, you try to do your best, but I've got a, um, a tri-fuel generator video. It's the second one. It was a one year later. So the thing's almost a year old. 
And it was, you know, chugging along. It was getting two to three, occasionally 500 views every two days. Well, for the last two days, it has exploded. I got 1,700 views on it in the last 48 hours. I started doing some digging, and it looks like Costco has a pretty good sale on. So if you're looking for um, a reason to pick up a generator, that might be it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the sale doesn't end till the end of July or middle of July. So uh, it's been pushing some traffic to the channel. So that helped. That That's exciting. Um, but, oh, and um, you guys are going to see real soon. I told you a little while ago that I was um, I hired or kind of collaborated with View Movement. They're going to be doing some of my shorts. I showed you guys, that sounds really funny, they're doing my shorts, but <laughs> TikToks, uh, Reels, I don't know what you want to call it, but anyway, they're going to be taking four clips a week from mainly my Thursday and Sunday episodes and sprucing them up and putting them out across all the social platforms. We're going to see. It's an investment. I'm excited. I wasn't sure, but Becky was the one who kicked me in the butt and said, Tim, hun, you got to do this. So I did. And uh, yeah, like I said, sometimes you got to take a chance to uh, to do big things. And this is a, it's a good chance. It's not like a, you know, a crash and burn chance. It's just an investment and it's a big one for me and for us. So I'm excited. And <laughs> Letty Lou has a Costco card. Got to take a look at the deal. I, I do really like the Furman generators that Costco carries. They're nice. They're well built. They're inexpensive. And when you can... Um, buy them discounted all the better and if you happen to have the gold membership now it's not worth the gold membership unless you spend at least two grand a year at costco but geez two grand's about a shopping cart's worth there sometimes so i like the gold membership we have it now and so we made i don't remember exactly what it was but it paid for about a 100 bucks off the generator the year i bought it so something to think about a couple other things um we've been traveling a bunch so i've been getting more um, particular or focused on collecting hotel points, which is kind of cool. Uh, mainly Best Western and the Choice Hotels, but you get uh, cash back, you get better discounts within the app. You can cancel last minute, you get better deals. So I've been making money and saving money using your points. So if you're going to do any traveling, look at that. We just renewed our AMA membership, which is like AAA. Uh, I went and got, <laughs> I went and got my, um, my oil change. So get this. We, I went to this place called Lube City in the city. <laughs> Sounds like a strip club or something else. But anyway, it's not. It's an oil change place. And they asked me, do you have your AAA card? And I sure. Yeah, I do. Give them my number. Um, now, I, I had all the fluids done. So it was, it was almost 500 bucks. But that's once every 75,000 kilometers. So, you know, it doesn't have to be that often. I got $90 back in cash on my CAA card or uh, AMA card. Sorry. And that lets me uh, pay for my membership, buy gift cards, the whole works. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited. And Haas, I appreciate that. Uh, Haas says, I found a lot of my favorite channels from watching shorts. Great. So great investment, Tim. Thank you. I'm excited. Um, when I shared that original short that they did up for me to the uh, Telegram group, I took your guys' uh, positive criticism or constructive criticism to heart. I shared it with these guys because... It really was a little busy for the brand and for the community, and uh, they're working on it. So I can't wait to have some uh, some more to show you. But anyway, keep an eye out. They're going to be coming very shortly. All right. Now, I meant to look this up before I started, and I didn't. <laughs> but 
we just finished. Anybody know what month we just finished? It was June. And do you know what that means? Anybody out there know what the fact that we just finished June means? Anybody want to throw it in the comments? Because uh, I almost forgot about this. And I did an episode on this exact day or close to this day last year. But uh, this is the time of year we start hearing the sound of the clock in our head. Well, for starters, the days are already starting to get shorter. Not noticeably, but at least on the calendar. But guys, 20. Yeah, there it is. Thank you, Nate. Year is half over. Tick, tick. Tick tock. Yeah, tick tock, tick, 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 whatever you want to call it. Nate, no big deal. So here's the deal, guys. Fucking 2023 is half over. And I don't even, I don't remember it starting, to be honest. I mean, it's been a great year, but I figured um, we're going to talk about side hustles. But what we're going to lead into with it is the fact that the year is a half over and it's time to look back and look forward on getting shit done for the year. And if you had a plan of starting a side hustle or you didn't, well, maybe this will give you the kick in the ass that you need because I know I do. <laughs> Tim must have been drunk if he doesn't remember 2023 starting. I mean, do I remember? I was probably sound asleep by the time it rolled in, but Aaron, you're late. I thought it was Nate's job to put the kids to bed tonight. So good to see you guys. I always love having you in here. All right. So 50% done already. That blew me away. I didn't even realize it. I, I mean, I knew it was coming, but <laughs> I was putting the show together tonight and I'm like, shit, we're past already. We're on the tipping point. We're on the downhill slope, but whatever you want to call it. So here's the thing. Um, what I like about the midpoint of the year is it's not, it doesn't need to be a source of discouragement. It shouldn't be a source of discouragement. What it should be is a time of focus to look at, hey, what have I done so far? What goals did I set in December? And where have I gotten off track this year? Where have I stayed on track? What have I accomplished? Where do I need to focus going forward? You know, I I pick I pick the word of the year, which we'll talk about here in a minute. And then I do a whole outline of goals for the year. And as I go through the year, when I finish one, I check it off. If I'm getting closer, I put a couple asterisks behind it. But what's cool is this time of the year, I start flipping through the goals and I think, shit, I haven't done anything on this. Or I have, I've done all kinds on this and let's celebrate, you know. <laughs> um, I had a goal this year of speaking at five events and, um, well, or having five live speaking engagements. And I've had three already, two of which I didn't know about before the year started. So I put more numbers on my page than I even knew existed for me. But that's okay. So what I want you guys to do, um, first thing I'd like to hear from any of you guys, throw them in the comments, whatever. But um, what's the biggest thing you've accomplished so far in 2023? And it doesn't it doesn't need to be something finished, but I want this to be a pat on your back. I want everybody to toot your own horn tonight and tell me the thing that you've been working on that you're proud of for this year, because it's just, it's a big deal, guys. And I, I want us to know, okay, first off, we're we're heading in to the second half and we're going to get more shit done. But sometimes it feels like, oh my God, I've got a thousand things I want to get done this year. And so we don't focus on the things we did get done. So let's pat ourselves on the back a little bit. And for me, I had to give some thought to it. And I'm not even completely sure what my biggest accomplishment is yet this year. But I think the new focus on the YouTube channel, the real laser focus on getting the content out there and growing the channel, to me, 
has been the most work and it's been the most satisfying and rewarding so far. I, there's been many other things as well, but hey, Tracy Lynn, great to have you. She Okay, guys, she wins, so don't even bother throwing your goals out at this point. No, I'm just kidding. But Tracy Lynn says she landed me a man. Uh, kidding, I almost finished school. You know what? Both and. You landed yourself a man and he landed himself a wonderful woman as well. And you're almost finished welding school. I think those are both incredible accomplishments for this year. Yozik, uh, my, my Etsy store and moving forward. Right on. I love it. I love hearing that. Um, oh, let's see. Letty Lou, I put myself out there for Jenny's auction to do four hours of organization and decluttering consultation. And I was proud of you for that because I knew that was a bit of a step right there. Very, very good. Chicken Hawk Farmstead. Haven't seen you in a bit. What's up, delinquents? He might be working, but uh, we're throwing out our biggest accomplishment this year so far, Hawk. Aaron uh, pushed more on Etsy, got past, got a pass side hustle back up and running. And pretty soon we're going to have to call her Reverend LeMaster or something like that because she's going to be doing uh, weddings, which I think is really cool. And if I wasn't already married, I'd have to hire her to do the marriage for me. But, you know. So within the community, definitely. I think that's really cool, man. Yozik, bunch of damn delinquents killing it out there. Absolutely. Friggin' right. What else we got? Rob. Hey, Rob. Rob was just on here last night. Built a handyman business and moved up in pay at my day job. And that's something Rob didn't talk about last night. I'm not going to share it, but all I can say is that was an awesome story that uh, Rob told me about getting his pay where it needed to be. So proud of you, Rob. Um Nate, Val Renewal, absolutely, it's a great idea. Yeah, 20 years, yep, and, oh, Haas, oh, yeah. All right, everybody, thumbs up for Haas. Studying for my ham license, tech test in September, 20 years in the making. Right on, great, I love to hear it. So, see, so if anybody has been sitting back, that's where I wanted to start. If anybody's been sitting back and thinking, shit, I got so much time to drink, Lady Lou says, okay, I will. I got so much to do this year. Yeah. So what, what have you got done so far? Everybody, everybody in here just said something they did that they were proud of. So what I want you to do going forward is lean on that. Remember that. Remember, holy shit. The first six months of the year has been a tornado, a whirlwind, a typhoon. You pick your weather related metaphor and realize it's okay. <laughs> it really is. So, all right. We focused on the things that have happened, right? Where do we go from here? So for me, where I go next is I look at my goals and I think, okay, what are the things that I haven't spent enough time on? And the cool thing is that I love about having goals is that even though I don't always look at them, they're always in the back of this uh, shiny melon telling me or uh, helping me form the decisions I need to make. So quite often I'll spend a bunch of time on something. I won't quite realize why I'm doing it. Then I'll look at my goals and I'll be like, well, shit, there it is. That's why I'm trying to build these goals and I'd forgot about them, right? So what do you guys want to accomplish in the next six months? And this is where it's going to tie into side hustles in a few minutes, but I want to work through half a year of goal setting so far. Oh, Freedom Media Corps. Hey, hey, good to have you. Finally had a successful litter with an expensive uh, Rottweiler female I bought and managed to travel with four big dogs at home. Ha, huh, that is exciting. You know me, I love dogs, and I can't say I have Rottweiler experience, but I can tell you trying to travel with chihuahuas at home isn't very fun. I can't imagine Rottweilers are. I'm going to guess you found yourself someone who uh, is reliable and you can, um, you know, 
you can leave things in their hands. So that's exciting. I'm, I'm happy for you. It is. Um, there are babies no matter what. And, uh, and in this case, they're also expensive babies, I'll bet. So excellent. I love to hear it. And uh, Yozik says, need to get active again in the ham channel and get us some new licenses. Yep. And <laughs> Letty Lou says her folks might be looking for a pup in the next few months. See? Circular economy. I love it. Okay, so what is the most important accomplishment you guys want to make over the next six months? If you feel free, throw them out in the comments as well. Uh, for me, whew, it's 100% two months down south. Now, that's not in particular an accomplishment, but it is because it's three speaking engagements. Um, it was actually the weirdest thing. I got invited to a restaurant grand opening in Knoxville on the 20th of August had Mark on here, who is the inventor of the um, forearm forklifts, and his brother's opening a restaurant, and he wanted me to meet up with him in person. So I added a couple days to the trip, but it's going to be that, and it's going to be three friggin' incredible events. It's going to be hanging out with Brian and Corey and working on the property. Uh, it's going to be having our life in a place where I can even do this at this point, which is pretty exciting. And it's also been, every time I go on these little trips, it's been trying to figure out the best way to create content while on the road. And I've got the podcast thing down, so that's not a big deal. But the the thing that I'm struggling with right now is going to be the review videos while I'm down south. So it's going to take a little more time, but I will figure it out. I'll get it to work because... I'm going to be gone two months. I'm not going to, or at least I say I'm not, I'm probably not going to have eight in the bag that I can count on before I leave. So yeah, it is what it is. I'm excited. So what are you guys looking forward to for this year? Now, whatever it happens to be, what do you need to put into place to make that shit happen? That's what it is. So what I love about this six month window, and this is the best time to look ahead and back because it's kind of like, you know, you're not uh, old old man time and you're not the new the New Year's baby yet. But you're right in the middle and you can say, ha, I'm in my, I'm middle-aged. I've got energy. My body doesn't hurt too bad. I can still get shit done. So what do I need to put into place to make the next six months as smooth as possible? Yozik says, general class ham license, self-reliance festival, further in my, um, further my in-house side hustles, network and make a home with my new job. Love it. Aaron, next six months, finished Atlas Shrug and studying for Ham General. Excellent. Wicked. Love hearing that. So what do we do? How do we do it? For Yozik, it's probably carving out some time to study for his general class license. Um, for Yozik, it's um, having a supportive family who can uh, that will uh, work with you to send you or encourage you to go to Self-Reliance Festival. Those kind of things. Um Oh my goodness, I just saw this, guys. Chicken Hawk Farmstead. I'm going to say this out loud, Hawk, because you put it in the comments and I want everybody to hear it. Should have everything in line to quit my night job in six months so I can focus on homeschooling the homestead and YouTube. Dude, that is awesome. Any encouragement you need, any help I can give you, brother, send it my way. I'll let me know because I'll do everything I can. I, that's awesome. Way to go, man. Letty Lou, next six months get a few more clients, teach little man how to read and write. Oh, little man. I love little man. He's such a good boy. Rob, optimize handyman business, more income. Yes. Same or less work. 
less jobs I don't like doing. That's, I, dude, if I could uh, pin that on the screen, I would. Because that's the key. When we're doing this stuff, you know, you start out doing shit that maybe you don't love. I mean, you might like it, but you got to work into, you might do six jobs that you're, yeah, they're okay. And four jobs that you hate, or, and then three that you love. The more you do, the more customers you get, the more you can eliminate the ones you don't like. So keep it up, man. I love hearing it. Absolutely. I think I missed Aaron. Aaron wants to get her license, which I think is ham, finish novel, rewrite, and get the side hustles going more. Hoss. All right. We're going to hold you to this, Hoss. Next six months, start a side hustle. Everybody remember this. We're going to encourage you, but we're going to give you a kick to the ass too, brother. Love hearing it. Keep sharing with us what it is. So <laughs> Rob says, stop taking on painting jobs. Yes. Or like me, just sell your entire company so you don't have to do that shit anymore. Still working on it, but uh, we had contact the other day and everything still looks really good. So I'm excited. We will help you, Haas. Haas is still trying to figure out what to start. And we're going to talk about that in a few minutes here. I've already spent a half hour talking about 2023 and uh, we haven't really made it that far yet. So it's one of them nights. So here's the other thing, guys. If you set a whole bunch of goals, okay, how do I want to put this? Because I need to say it in the right way. It's okay to drop a goal. Don't drop a goal just because you're scared you're not going to achieve it. Because the cool thing about goals, and you've heard me talk about this a lot, throw away your New Year's resolution, set goals, because resolutions are binary. They're on or off, fail or succeed. Get rid of that. The cool thing is, if you don't think you're going to hit a goal, but you're still striving toward it, you're still going to make 75% progress from last year. But if your entire life has changed or your entire, uh, your drive or your purpose, whatever it happens to be has changed, it is okay to drop some goals. So leave them flexible just in case. I mean, I talked about Amy last year, uh, Amy Dingman, and I just think the world of her, her goals changed massively last year. And you know what? she's way better off for it. She's working a job she loves with the flexibility she wants. She's writing a ton more. She's making the content she wants to make. So sometimes it takes a huge change in the middle of the year to look at your goals and say, shit, okay, time to move on. Let's do something. And Tracy says, um, I want to make one thing with my welding and metalworking that I can actually sell. Uh, yeah, you will. Probably more than that, actually. That's awesome. I love it. Can't wait to see it. And uh, Yozik says, Tracy, make sure to video the progress of your first project if you can. Good for you and good for us as well. So, like I said, look back on your year and uh, what's changed and say, okay, it's all right. Um, this isn't a priority anymore or it's not a passion and I'm going to drop it. So goals are great. The other cool thing is you don't become a slave to your goals. Your goals are your slave? Is that right? I don't know if I'm even allowed to say that, but fuck it. I'm going to anyway. <laughs> oh, Chicken Hawk just picked up. I really need to pick up Amy's book. I think it's called Get Shit Done or Getting Shit Done, guys. We should all try to pick that up because you know damn well it's going to be inspiring. So right on, Hawk. I love hearing that. So yeah, look forward, figure out what you want to get done. Drop the things that aren't important to you anymore, but don't ever drop a goal simply because you're scared you're not going to finish it or accomplish it because a goal 75% done is still 75% improvement from last year. It's actually, I probably fucked the math up there a little bit, but it absolutely is. So there you go. 
real quick. So my word of the year this year was concentrate. I used words like um, build, grow, and multiply the last few years. And this year, the idea behind concentrate was to focus in on the things that made me the most money and gave me the most joy and double down and triple down on all that stuff. And I think it's working. No, shut up, Tim. Lose that attitude. I know it's fucking working. And it is because I'm seeing it in the numbers and in how much enjoyment I'm getting out of it. So for me, I had five live speaking events. Uh, By the end of the year, I'm going to have six or seven. So that will be knocked out of the park. If we remember back to our little friend, Mitch the bitch, (laughs) poor guy, he'll be forever known. Anyway, um, my goal for the end of the year was to reach my income threshold to be considered full-time in my mind. And um, yeah, I'm pretty damn close. I have $900 short last month for what I need for the entire month. And so it's coming And next month. will be even better Uh, working on some sponsors. Each sponsor I've picked up has been, um, it's a tough one because you get offers from companies like, hey, do you want to use my product? Or we'd like to collaborate with you. And it's not something you want to do. And so you're like, okay, sorry, can't can't do it. I don't like your product, whatever it is. So finding the sponsors that you, um, you support their product, you agree with what they agree with, and it's beneficial for both of you, that's tough. Because, you know, even when I've started with a couple of sponsors so far, I didn't want it to be a flat rate. I wanted it to be more of a, an affiliate based because for me, I think um, a sponsorship should be based on like a value for value exchange, right? I don't want a flat rate up front and then be expected to have a return. I'm happy with an affiliate and um, making money off of proper recommendations of products I love, I guess, if that makes sense. Um, Better tool review videos. Holy shit. Yes, 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 yes. This year has been big for me on uh, YouTube. And it's been a huge, um, you know, what do they say? You remember growing pains when you're in high school or junior high? And I remember a few nights like laying on the couch because my legs just ached because they were growing so fast. And that's what this is like. So for me, first thing it was, was cutting the length of my tour view videos by at least a third, maybe a half. They're significantly shorter if you've seen, but that's okay because I just cut out all the fluff. Redesigning the thumbnails, doing deep dives into analytics, things I'm passionate and excited for, but their work. And guess what? Hard work hurts sometimes, but all of them are doing better. You know, do you still have flubs? Yeah, I do. But you got to put yourself into it and just drive, drive, drive. Better tour view videos. That's probably one of my biggest ones. Uh, Nate says, I sent out our first request for an affiliate. Going to follow up Monday if I don't hear back. Keep going, brother. And you know what? You keep, keep trying. And if you don't get the first one, you don't get the second one, you might get the third one. It's, it's all it is. It's just a, a game of numbers. So reach out to the companies you like, you respect, you like what they stand for, and it's easy to endorse them that way. Um, grow the patch of the month to 100 members. I think today we're at 41. At the start of the year, I don't exactly know, somewhere under 20. We've, we've picked up 10 or 11 in the last month, which is exciting. Thank you guys. I love it. And I want it to be something that you're uh, looking forward to. This month's patch is going to be a big hit. I showed it out. This, this idea came from Sean Mills, which is awesome. Yozik, yes, I did talk to somebody today about stickers. You'll be excited. 
I also had somebody message me today about shirts. Kilo Alpha Tango. Love seeing a different name in here than I normally see. One, welcome to the workshop. You've probably been around. I haven't seen you before, but great to see you. So yeah, t-shirts and stickers are going to be coming. Probably not to the winter. I'll be honest because there's a bunch more things that I want, but they will be. I promise you, Isaac, you know they're coming. Uh, but the whole idea behind this was starting the merch store. So there's that. But patch of the month, you know what? It legitimately could be 100 members by the end of this year. If it isn't, will it be a failure? Hell no, because I've more than doubled, or at least doubled since the start of the year. And every time a new member signs up, this is great. And this month's patch is a huge hit. I can tell it is. People have already reached out wanting to buy extra ones. So we'll see where we go. Here's one. Here's a huge fail, guys. Finish my book. Not going to happen. I keep telling Charlotte, hey, <laughs> Spags just said, what's up, Rim? I think it was supposed to be Tim, but it might be a, a play on the hat or could just be like me and I mistype all the time. Spags, I love you, brother. Good to see you. So my goal, finish book. Not going to happen this year. I will promise you that. Not going to happen. And that's okay. I'm cool with it. I keep putting it on my list and it will happen at some point. I have a book on starting a handyman business that's half written. And I have a book on repairedness that's half written. <laughs> so it is what it is. Um, I'm just not going to put the time into it yet. I'm being honest. I will get there, but it's not yet. So that is going to be in probably an unfinished goal that I haven't spent enough time on yet, but we'll see. Amazon influencers. I got started on that. I got seven videos up there. It's making a little bit of money. Um, so yeah, uh, Ha said what the books are on. Um, you might've, might've caught some of that, but yeah, one really needs to be reworked. It's like four years old. And then the second one is about a year old on repairedness. I, the problem is I keep wanting to turn them into too big of a book. So anyway, I am going to write a book. Charlotte and I were walking through Barnes and Noble the other day and she said, dad, when's your book going to come out? And I said, I am going to write a book. So it's coming, uh, you know, whatever. So I will. Nate says, talk to John's guy about t-shirts. We're going to use him when we place an order. Absolutely. He's the Texas, Tennessee shiner. Uh, really cool dude. He calls me his second favorite snow Mexican. <laughs> uh, Key, Kilo Alpha Tango says, thanks, Tim. I've been following your channel for a minute now, but first time I've commented. Great to have you. Just, I love seeing new faces. If we can help you out, if you're on Telegram, not trying to throw too much at you, but come by and join the group because that's where all the cool kids hang out. They let me hang out with them too, but you know. Um, so TikTok was big. Um, I've kind of slowed down on the content so far, but it's coming. As I told you, view movement, Facebook Reels. I was stoked. And here's another thing, guys, is the year changes. Facebook Reels was awesome when it started, and then they changed the monetization altogether, and it went from dollars to pennies. So now it's just a copy and paste type thing. Uh, two more, and we're going to, yep, so... I have in my goals two online paid courses to put together and teach this year. It's probably only going to be one, but there will be one to start with. Uh, two, two more silver runs was my goal from January 1st. So we did one already. Whether the second one happens in 2023 or not, I'm not sure. But um, it's probably going to be the first installment in the Apocalypse series. So it'll probably be uh, Y2K or something like that. But that may come out this year and it may come out early next year, but I just, I love talking about goals. They're fun, man. Okay. I had more in just the goals end of things than I thought I would. 
Loot Lady says, oh, more silver. Yes, I'm going to, yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, there's lots. We'll talk about the silver more down the road, guys. I'm excited about it. There's, I have so many fucking ideas. I just don't want to throw them all out there and then never do any of them for you, right? So, <laughs> yes, Spags, we all love Zuck, don't we? All right, Um. right, let's skip that part there. Personal projects. So these are the things that a person just loves to do for the hell of it or wants to do to make your life better. Uh, finish the backyard. For me, it was um, getting the, so this was a big job, not a big job, but it needed to be done. Boxing in the raised part of the deck, that is now completed. As soon as I did that, I realized, oh shit, I need to run um, a new electrical line and a new water line under there. So some of it came off. Alice was nice enough to climb under. That job is now uh, done with quotation marks around it. <laughs> uh, fill in the last part of the deck. There's still that, I don't know, 12 by 16 patch of yard that isn't decked. That will get done before I head to Tennessee. Um, spend two months in Tennessee. You guys know about that. Renovate my office. Hey, we're in here. Fuck yeah. I love it. That's why goals are great because I'd forgot I'd even put that on my goals list. And then I went back to check my goals tonight and that one has been accomplished. Finish flooring upstairs. That's in the girls' room. Done. I paid somebody to do that. I didn't do it myself. <laughs> uh, add some more electrical. That will be done this winter. And roof for garage and south side, uh, sorry, north side of the house. The garage will probably get done, or garage, as my Americans like to say. And guess what? My um, big, hairy, audacious goal that, hey, it's going to be on the goals list every year until I accomplish it. Mike freaking Rowe. I want to tell you a little story about that goal this year. Give you an update on where we're at or where we're not at. So I listen to Mike's podcast semi-regularly. One day he had his producer on there. Really cool dude from Kentucky. Awesome guy. So I reached out to him on Instagram. He's like, hell yeah, I'd love to come on your show. Right on. Cool. So we talked and we chatted and emailed back and forth a couple times. He's like, yeah, send me some dates. And we'll go and I'll come on. I'm like, all right, cool. Send him a bunch of dates. Nothing. <laughs> Replied, nothing. So it is, it, it, it what's going to happen. And then it didn't, you know, sometimes people uh, don't ghost you. They're just busy. I get it. It's not a slam on the dude. I was just excited. So I've been working on it. Well, it's just a matter of time before I get him on the show. Simple as that. You guys know that. And uh, <laughs> what do we got here? Okay. So. That is the look back on the first 50%. Holy shit. So we, what do we got? Like 48.3% left of the year. I don't know exactly, but I want you guys to know that make it a great year so far. So we're heading into side hustle because I, I drew you guys all in with a, a really nice thumbnail that talked about side hustles. And uh, <laughs> take care, Hoss. Uh, this is the only place where uh, radio is a little better than cell service, I guess. So, but we'll be here when you come back. So... This week, the theme, my entire week, well, more than this week, has seemed to have been side hustles. And whether it was from Rob yesterday on the show, which was awesome. I Everybody loved your show, Rob, if you're still out there listening. It was great having you on, hearing about your drive and your hustle. I stopped to the uh, building supply store today. He's a young kid in there. He's only 21. He's got gumption. But, he, you know, he's been brought up in the, the Gen Z mindset. And so he looks at a lot of stuff and he thinks, damn. You know, he asked me one day, he thought, do you think the world's going to end before I'm 40? I'm like, dude, you don't need to be thinking about this shit by the time you're, you know, when you're 21, but this is the world he's been brought up in. So anyway, 
he was motivated and he was asking me about side hustle. And uh, he's like, do you do landscaping? And I'm like, that's a weird question. I said, I did. I don't do a lot of it anymore because I've sold that portion of my business. He goes, oh, he said, I'd really like to start a business in that. Of course, my ears and eyes perked up and I'm all excited for him. And so we stand there and talk for 10 or 15 minutes. And, and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry for taking up all your time. I said, don't ever apologize for that. I said, that's my passion. I said, people literally pay me to come and talk about entrepreneurship sometimes. <laughs> I'll do it for free any day of the week. I just love to see some young guy or lady getting motivated, getting bit by the entrepreneurial bug. So anyway, of course, he has some uh, excuses or maybe that's not. No, that they are. We all have excuses, right? He has reasons for why he doesn't quite want to do it yet. Maybe make a job change and then go into this. But if you are out there listening, dude, because we talked about this earlier, you can do it. And I told you you can, and you will do it. And if you do it now and you're 21, think where your life's going to be when you're 25. I mean, six years, what are we in? We're into our seventh year. So six and a half years into all seasons maintenance. Look what it's done for us. Um, entrepreneurship is the key to everything. So, and then, okay. So there was my conversation at the store. There was Rob last night, but more than that, Chicken Duck, if you're out there, and Yozik, I know you're there. <laughs> you just commented. You guys are kicking ass and taking names. Every day or every couple of days, they're posting about their uh, side hustles in the Telegram group and asking about pricing or telling us what they're doing or fixing up a broken piece of gear, whatever it is, but they're hustling their asses off. So how can I not talk about side hustles when everyone else is talking about them around me, right? So where do we start? And I've talked about this and I'll keep, you know, I heard somebody say, I don't know, I think it was a good friend of mine, but I've adopted the saying, when you keep beating a dead horse, all you get is a bigger mess. But that's not always the case, right? <laughs> because we're going to beat this dead horse tonight a little more on side hustles. And we're going to keep beating it over the years because every time I talk about it, if it inspires one person to take one more step or two more steps toward their side hustle, then I've succeeded or we've all succeeded together, right? And uh, <laughs> right on. You can, um, uh, Letty Lou says, I got a question about my pricing today and I've been looking at changing what I charge. Got to get that done. You can ask the question live here. We'll answer it, Letty, if you want, or uh, save it for Telegram, whatever you want, but I'll gladly, and we'll, we'll try to collectively bring our minds together. So what do we look for in a side hustle, guys? I mean, look at yourself. What are your interests? What do you absolutely love to do? Because um, I'll promise you one interest that Rob doesn't have is painting. <laughs> True story, right? Um, so push mowing. I just, I've grown out of liking to push mow. So those are disinterests. So I'm going to try to stay away from them. But what do you like? You know, do you, do you like heights? Then get up on a roof and do roof work. You know, do you like, um, you know, trimming hedges or when you're done, do you like that sense of accomplishment? Do you like pressure washing? Whatever it is, you know, are you into working with your hands? Are you into computers? Maybe uh, like my mom, she was big into seamstress or um, embroidery, that sort of thing. So if you have an interest and you can turn around and turn that into a side hustle to begin with, why the hell not, right? What tools do you have? Uh, again, I'm going to keep talking about poor Rob because he's top of mind, but uh, he had his, what, 156 piece mechanic tool set. Well, what could you do with that, right? You know, when we first moved out here, what did I bring with me? A hammer? I brought my my East Wing hammer that you guys know I love that I lost for almost a year and then refound. And I brought my uh, Stanley painted red socket set, which I love, and a chainsaw and a couple of 
yard tools. And that's just about it. I had to buy, I bought this. I don't think I've ever mentioned this, but the first house we rented had one of them stupid real mowers. And I went and bought, it was like a 16 inch electric mower from Canadian Tire. The thing was a piece of crap. I ran over the cord more than anything, but I had to get tools to do the jobs. But what tools do you have now that can make you money? Absolutely. And uh, uh, Tracy says, I'm going to make him repaint any house we buy. Becky does the same thing to me. But you know what? If it's for you, I mean, if it's for us doing something ourselves, it isn't quite as bad, but I get it. So what tools do you have? Look around. I, I've said this in every presentation I've ever done, but do the old 360 out in the garage. Go out in the garage, and this is 360 around and up and down. Just look for anything that can make you money. Get a bunch of empty five-gallon buckets. Well, maybe go fill them at the local sand pit and sell traction sand to somebody for, you know, a, a, an imp uh, like an upcharge, right? That kind of thing. Yes, Rob says his little giant ladder has made him so much money. Absolutely. My 24-foot fiberglass ladder and the little, what is it, a gallon or gallon and a half margarine bucket that I got from the hospital one day for a dollar, that's what I used for cleaning out gutters for ages. The stuff you have, you can make money you don't even think about. You know, you probably already have some yard tools. You know, you probably have a rake, might have a garden rake as well, a shovel. I mean, the... The very first, it was the very first paid job that I did was for the computer place. We redid the decorative gravel and it was with a shovel that the um, what you, the point was starting to invert on it a little bit and a wheelbarrow that I salvaged from the dump and we made a sifter screen that um, had a, it was just, what was it? Hardware cloth and strapping all the way around. So for like, no cost, I was able to do a $500 job and we made some cash. So there was that. Um, oh, I did. I had just got, it was actually really cool. My kids bought me a pressure washer for Father's Day and I used that as part of that job. So I made, uh, I think I, I charged them an extra 50 bucks for pressure washing the uh, parking lot. So there's that. Just look at what you have, man, and figure it out. Uh, Nate says, I need to sit down and working on ham radio consultant, see what I can charge for my time and do one-on-one. -on -one. Absolutely, man. Yes, go for it. So what skills do you have? We talk about tools. And uh, so what skills do you have in your internal toolbox? And that could be simple things, you know, like Rob, <laughs> he might be good at painting because he learned. And it's a skill you could use at least for a while to make some money. Or focus on if you're like, okay, Tim, I don't have any skills. Well, do you have a back and you have hands? Then you can probably go and uh, do pet waste cleanup, right? That kind of stuff. Um, do you have a truck? Yeah. Or can you rent a truck or a trailer? Then you can probably haul garbage to the dump for people. I mean, these are literally zero skill jobs that can make you shit tons of money. But think about it. You know, what What skills do you have? Um, Aaron. You know, obviously she is um, a, a well-skilled, what's the word for it? It's not pastor. I don't know. Anyway, but she's interested enough in officiating weddings. So she's going to do it. Look at those skills, you know? Um, yeah, we had Prepper Rob on, uh, was it last week or the week before? And he loves life coaching. And so that's a skill he has. So why the hell not make money off it, right? Help other people. I tell people all the time. Getting financially well-to-do and helping other people are not mutually exclusive things. You do not have to be Mother Teresa and not make any money at things. 
you absolutely can help people. It can be your mission in life to help people and you can get fucking wealthy doing it. They're not mutually exclusive. Anybody who tells you they are probably a goddamn socialist for all I care. I don't know. Who knows? And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being a socialist. I'm just saying it's okay to help people and make money. Everybody out there listening, remember it. Okay. (laughs) Oh man. Aaron says it's officially an ordained celebrant. I'll forget that in five minutes, Aaron, but thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. (laughs) All right. And then here's the thing. You might know your interests. You might know your tools. You might know your skills. But most importantly, what the hell is needed in your area? So, you know, within a half hour's drive, what are people asking for? Talk to people. You know, go to the hardware stores and ask, hey, what are people looking for? Or, hey, maybe you go, like my my mom, she is into knitting and she goes to the local Walmart. She talks to other ladies who are out there in the yarn department. And they're like, hey, guess what? There's not enough yarn in this town. So mom's been talking about opening up her own yarn store. Look at what the needs are out there. For me, it was just, we had two contractors in town. Now we're down to, I I don't know. I guess we had four at one time, two full-timers, two part-timers. Now we're down to like one full-timer and one part-timer. So there was a need for odd or dirty jobs in my town. Simple as that, guys. So just look. If, if somebody's constantly saying, hey, is there a babysitter? Does anybody know of a babysitter? Or does anybody know where there's good childcare? That's what happened with Becky. We just constantly saw people, hey, does anybody know where there's an open spots in a daycare? Well, guess what we did? We opened one and filled a need. That's what you got to do. Look for the needs out there, guys. Just keep your eyes open while you're driving. You might see, you know, you might take the same route every single day to work, but you get blind, right? They say how you get nose blind if you're around a smell long enough. Well, if you drive by something long enough, you're going to miss it. So try to figure out a way to open your eyes to whatever's around you. You might notice there's a lot of yards that need lawn mowed or they need their leaves cleaned up or whatever it happens to be. Drive along and look at people's gutters and see, hey, are there trees growing out of them? Maybe you want to stop up and talk to people and say, yeah, this is the issue. (laughs) Right. Freedom Media Corps. I always forget because we don't have next door up here. But next door, yes, people will both complain and talk about what they need. I added the word complain in there because people are good at that. But yes, look at the things people are bitching about on Facebook market on, sorry, on uh, Facebook groups or next door. The things people are complaining about, that's a pain point to them. That's a problem. Figure out what it takes to solve it. Maybe somebody's complaining that uh, the youngins are putting graffiti on. (laughs) I know that sounds foolish, but my local subway got tagged a couple of years ago right on the stucco. So if there was somebody around who specialized in removing that, you could make some money. Whatever people are complaining about, figure out a way to take that complaint away and they'll pay you to do it. So what do I look for in a side hustle? I think we talked about that. How about, how do I start a side hustle? Here it is, guys. You guys have heard me say it, but uh, just start. I know, Tim, you're such a smart ass, but that's all it is. (laughs) Whatever it is. Um, you can make excuses until the cows come home, but you're not doing a side hustle until you actually do your first side hustle. You can plan, you can spend money, you can build websites, you can watch all the YouTube videos you want. That's not a side hustle. It's not a side hustle until you do it for somebody and you make your first dollar. Then it's a side hustle because it's easy to say, 
oh, I don't have this. I can't do this. I can't go there. I don't have time. I'm tired. I'm old. The dogs are after me. The walls are after me. And I forgot to take my pills. All of the above. But when it comes down to it, the only way to start a side hustle is to start. What more can I say about that? Freedom says, everyone complaining about dogs tearing up the yards in mud. At least 10 high-priced products and services in that. Absolutely. I, I mean... You could bring in mulch so that it um, and dump it in on the mud pile. You could run sod for them. You could build fences to contain the dogs. There's three right there. Dog shit. Clean up dog shit. There's four. Uh, fixing fences that the dogs messed up. There's five. Um, offering dog boarding. Six. Dog obedience. Seven. There's no end to it, right? So... Uh, hey, Jesse, another new one right on Jesse's workshop. Love your content, mainly follow on podcast, but the links to your products don't work on Fountain. I don't know how to fix that, guys. I've had complaints about that. If anybody out there in the greater community knows how to do it, I don't know why my links aren't clickable in um, in Fountain. Now, if you happen to use an iPhone, there is a workaround. Take a screenshot and then click on the link from there. But I don't know why they do that. So it's great to have you, Jesse. I appreciate you. Really appreciate you. Darkwing Dave says, remember the toolbox manifesto that Jack referenced a while back? That's a classic barrier. I actually have that in the notes tonight. We're going to talk about that a little bit. So how do I start my side hustle? We talked about it. You just friggin' start. And if you make excuses, we'll help you tear those excuses down. But eventually, you got to take that first step and then the second step over the starting line. And then you're officially a side hustler. That sounds like a back issue of an adult magazine, doesn't it? Anyway, next, how much should I charge? Uh, probably more than you think you should. Simple as that, right? <laughs> um, I don't think I've ever met somebody who's brand new in a side hustle whose problem is they're trying to charge too much. I've always found people who say, I just don't want to charge that much. Here's the thing. And I had somebody tell me this ages ago. If you're struggling or if you're in a hard place financially, that doesn't mean that everybody else is. Or if you're tight with your money, that doesn't mean everybody else is. So if you're going to charge, your time is worth a lot. You need to figure out what your time is worth and don't underprice yourself and then give that price out there. And don't be scared to get turned down because I've used this analogy a ton and I'm sure you've heard it before, but it's always true. And a cliche is true. It's just a truth that's been repeated so often that you forget that it's true. But here's the deal. When it comes down to it, if you bid two jobs at $100 and get both of them, you make $200. If you bid two jobs at $200 and you get one of them, you also make $200, but you work half as hard. So remember that. Your time is valuable. It's the only non-renewable resource in this world. So stick with it, guys. Keep going. Um, how much time should I devote to my side hustle. Well, the more the merrier. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. <laughs> but here's the thing. Um, not all your time, at least at first. Decide what time. Hey, Arapier, good to have you. Decide how much time you are willing to commit and then commit to that. So if you talk to your wife and you can decide I, I can scrounge up 10 hours a week, then those 10 hours are going to be balls to the wall, side hustle time, whatever that means to you. That could be watching YouTube videos to learn skills. That could be advertising. That could be door knocking. That could be offering to go in to everybody's home and change out their nine volt batteries on their smoke detectors for free and doing a safety assessment while you're there. 
Simple as that. No strings attached. I'm just going to replace your battery for free. And if I see anything that needs to be done, I'll quote you on it. That's it. But figure out the amount of time you can put into it and then ramp it up as time goes on. The more money you make, the more time you put into it. Simple as that. And it's good to see Darkwing Dave over on Twitch. I always love seeing people come in on Twitch. Um, but make sure you get your family on board, guys. It's important. I was talking to a couple different community members today about the importance of having a supportive partner. And it's absolutely true. I mean, I've said it a thousand times. And if you're listening, hon, I love you to death. She's been homesick today. But if it wasn't for Becky, I wouldn't be 10% as successful as I am. And it that that's not a lie. I'm not just, uh, you know, trying to win brownie points, whether it's true. Having a supportive partner makes all the difference when you're building a side hustle. If you don't have one, find somebody that can support you. Absolutely. And it doesn't need to be a partner. It could be a friend or a, you know, a parent, whatever it is. But uh, yeah, figure out the bare minimum time you're going to be able to commit. And that's different to everybody. And, you know, it can be as, you know, how the, the millennials always say, oh yeah, you know, those Gen Xers, they just say, I gave up my Starbucks and I stopped eating avocado toast and now I'm rich. Well, here's the deal. <laughs> Find 10 hours a week and commit it to that. And if you can commit 10 hours a week throughout a year, 520 hours, you're going to have a huge investment in your future. 110% every day of the week. And that's what it is. That's what giving up Starbucks or your avocado, whatever the hell the cliche is. That's what it is. It's an investment in time. It's not giving up that shit. It's what do you do with that money you've made or what do you do with the time that you're investing? And if you're investing it in the right stuff, you're going to get, whoop, remember the exponential growth at the end of that curve? <laughs> Yozik. So this is a, I don't know if you'd call it a fail, but this is a side hustle thing. Swedish fish do not change at all after candy mode on the freeze dryer. Uh, I do like Swedish fish, but they're an awfully dry candy. So maybe that's why. I don't know. It's interesting. Here's a question you need to ask yourself. Am I looking to take this full time or is this just some beer money? And this is legit because in our community, we're always like, okay, when are you going to go full time? When are you, you going to quit working for the man? Well, you know what? Some people maybe don't want to do that. And that is cool. That's up to them. But it helps at least early on to figure out, is this something that I want to grow exponentially? Or is it just something I want to bring in an extra 20% of income for the next three years to get us on our feet better? Either way is exactly what is right for you. So remember that, but ask yourself that question because the answer to that question is what fuels your goals and what fuels your decisions every single week. So if this is just beer money, then I want to just figure out, hmm, how do I get the most money out of those 10 hours? Whereas if this is something I want to take full time, I may invest more time early on and try a bunch of different things that don't work or fail miserably. But eventually I find that one really good thing. Whereas if it's just beer money, you might just be happy sticking with, you know, taking out a surface cleaner and pressure washing three sidewalks a week, right? That sort of thing. Ask yourself, why am I doing this side hustle? Because if you know why you're doing it, um, it's going to help. It's not just, well, all the cool kids over in the workshop are doing it, so I think I should too. Well, I mean, okay, but <laughs> that might not be the most legitimate reason. If it's to pay down bills, okay, where do we go from there? 
Remember, if it is to pay down bills, if you're bringing money in, are you going to, okay, how are we going to put this? So if it's to pay down bills, are you just going to do it um, and take all that money and throw it on the bills? Or are you going to take a percentage of that and invest it to make the business go higher, right? That's what I'm thinking about. But if you know, again, okay, well, then I need to figure out how much to, how much I need to pay off. And then what do I do when the bills are paid off? Do I want to keep going? Do I want to invest that money? Do I want to turn it into a full-time business? Do I want to hire somebody to do the work? And I'll just take a cut of it, right? Um, Jesse says, do you have a hat option on your site packaged with a patch of the month membership? I do not yet, but if you have some suggestions, I have been thinking about it. I've also just been thinking about offering a hat as an upgrade option, something like the boonie hat I'm wearing, so that you could throw the patches on it. But that's a friggin' awesome idea, Jesse. <laughs> I appreciate that. You guys give me so much work and I don't hate money, so I'm going to do it. But I will look at it and we will figure it out. Thank you for that. Um, somebody, you know what? Here, guys, I'm not talking on my phone. I'm taking a screenshot. There we go. So I don't forget this one. That's important. All right. Um, what am I? Uh, why am I doing the side hustle? Um, is it free? This is the big one. So is it to pay down debt? Okay, well, that's more freedom, right? Here's the thing. Through all of the COVID bullshit, the greatest thing about having our own business was the freedom that it entailed. I could basically choose to go places that I wanted to or not go places I didn't want to. I was allowed to make personal choices about medical decisions on my body or my wife was able to do that herself. We were able to choose whether we worked or not for the most part. So that was awesome. But beyond that, and here's the thing, you build these businesses early on for the freedom that it entails. It means you get to choose your own schedule. So if you're crazy like Rob and you got to get up at four o'clock and drive to work in the morning, cool. You get to get your, your day done fairly quick for some people, right? But maybe you're an early riser, so you get your work done in the morning. I get up early sometimes and make content and then I go out and do the rest of it. Or maybe you're a late riser and you want to work evenings. No big deal either way. But the freedom means you're also not going to be a slave to a desk or to a workplace or anything like that. The freedom, I, entrepreneurship is great for the money, but when it comes down on whenever, okay, let me back up here. So the idea of freedom, everything entailed in entrepreneurship is freedom, 100%. And that's the beauty of it. You're not a slave to the workplace. You don't have to make medical decisions that you're not, you're not forced to make decisions that you don't want to. You get to choose your own schedule. You get to choose how much money you want to make. All of that through and through as simple as that. That is absolutely, um, oh, I got one over here. Hang on. Um, I think this is to be, uh, Carson just uh, said new skill time. Best part, it's a rental. Oh, looks like he's learning how to plug tires. So I just wanted to share that. I'm pretty sure he shared that right now so I could share it here, guys, but he's learning how to plug tires. Now, tire repair, could that be a side hustle? Absolutely, but learning these skills helps build the freedom as well. Um, but the other thing about the freedom of entrepreneurship that I didn't see was the time to pursue other interests and personal interests as well. So it's given me time to build things in preparedness that maybe I wouldn't have had time to do if I was working for the man. It's allowed me to build a really robust backup power system for my home uh, that I've been able to use in content creation, all of that. But 
beyond anything. I don't know how I don't know how I can toot the horn of freedom more than I already have, but if you are looking at building entrepreneurship in your life, freedom should be your goal. Simple as that, because all the other good things come with it. Stress. I wrote these down because these all define who I was, but I hate my fucking job. I have an asshole boss. The business I work for is going to go tits up. Uh, I work more than I get paid for. I have committed to more than I can handle. I put up with too much shit. <laughs> Did any one of those um, define who you are? Because that is the stress that comes from working for the man or working in the system or being a slave to other people. So when that, when you can relieve that, or here's the other thing, guys, even a side hustle takes some of the sting out of a job loss. So if you've built a successful side hustle that's bringing in 20% of your income and you're doing it in 10 hours a week, well, guess what? You go into work tomorrow and your boss said, sorry, I've been too busy spending money on other things. The business just shut down. You don't have a job anymore. Well, the cool thing is you've already got a system in place that you can ramp up to build more freedom in your life and to bring in that 40, the 40 hour income that you were making, you can ramp it up fairly quick or try a bunch of different things. But whatever it is, that extra money, it, uh, you get to think twice about making decisions at work. Let's just put it that way. So remember it. Okay. <laughs> whatever, whatever your goal is in entrepreneurship, the ultimate portion of it should be freedom and whatever your definition of freedom is. And that's the beauty of being an anarchist is that your definition of freedom is probably different than mine. But you know, what's great is that I respect your right to, to go after and attain that freedom. So do it. Absolutely do it guys. So what's your excuse? So who is out there right now making excuses? And I'm going to list them and I don't want to be touchy, but we've all been there and I still make excuses. Becky gets after me all the time. She's like, why are you making excuses? <laughs> you don't need to. You tell other people not to do it. Stop making excuses. I want to share this before we go on though. Jesse's workshop says, my son just sold $56 of survival bracelets he made today. Proud of him. He's 14. Well, tell him for what it's worth. I'm proud of him as well. That is awesome. I love seeing kids that age. I'm okay. I've said this and I'm going to keep saying this and maybe it's just because my twins are just such damn good kids, but I'm a bit optimistic on the Gen Z generation. You know, it's easy to sit back and, you know, old man yelling at cloud, but I really am a little bit optimistic on them. I see so many get up and go mentality in these kids. Some of them, yeah, you know what? They're coming out broken from the, the government school system. And I understand that, but they're motivated. They're, they're growing up on a, um, a content economy. Um, and they're seeing how all these people, these YouTubers and content creators and are, are finding independence and freedom through content creation or entrepreneurship, whatever it is. So good on them. Jesse, that's awesome. I love hearing that. And Tracy Lynn says, I'm the queen of excuses, practically an expert. I get you. Uh, I've spent my whole life making excuses. I've just gotten slightly better at not doing it. And I also have a wife who will slap me if I make the stupid excuses. She'll be like, uh, you know, so before we went to Thrivalist Fair, I was practicing my presentation for her and I was talking about always fixing a loose screw and she turns the screw a little bit and she goes, you know, <laughs> there is that uh, um, curtain rod in the living room that you've been, that I've been at you to fix for like six weeks now. <sighs> Just saying. 
So what did I fix? The first minute I got in the door after Thrivalist was that. So it's good to have that. You want to have that. So what are your excuses? I'm not ready. Well, nobody ever is. Um, I bet you the, you know, uh, most women that you meet when, uh, when they're pregnant and ready to give birth for the first time, they'll say, I'm not ready. That's okay. Nobody's ever done it before. When you have kids, you're never ready to be a parent. When you start a new job, when you move to a new home, you're never ready. You just have to do it. If you're ready, it'd be boring. You've already done that. And it's okay. When you are not ready, that's just your brain saying, I'm scared. <laughs> or uh, it's uncomfortable. And that's okay. What, what did I see the other day? Count to five and then do it. Um, if you're not ready, there's a ton of reasons that you're not ready, but there's never a better time than today to start. And I'm telling you that, guys. And I'm telling you that from me because even the young guy I talked to today, I told him, hey, you know, build your side hustle, get it to within at least 50% of your income and then walk away from your job because I didn't want to be the guy that told him to just jump and do it, right? And uh, even though I probably should have. But there's some motivation behind that, right? <laughs> because when you make that jump, <laughs> here's the thing. You're never ready to jump off a cliff until you do it. Once you do that jump, the rest is taken care of. You're going to land in the water. And that's kind of the way it is with a side hustle. It does, I don't, I'm not going to guarantee that you're going to find success. But if you are passionate about this and you're willing to put the time into it, whatever your uh, side hustle happens to be, you will be ready for it at some point. But you got to start. Uh, Nate says, my biggest problem is I'm burnt out from the nine to five when I walk in the door, hard to get motivated. <sighs> I dig you, brother. I do. That's not an easy one. That's something it seems to, it hits us men hard. I'm not sure. There's no easy, it, there's no easy explanation for that. There's no easier quick fix for it. There, there isn't. Um, it just comes down to, to driving through a little bit. And part of that is probably, I bet you a big part of the burnout is the fact that you maybe don't love what you're doing now, or it's uh, beating you down a little bit. So for what it's worth, maybe look at it as, all right, I'm going to try once a week to put two hours into something. And I get it. Like none of it's easy. Uh, you know, it might be simple, but it ain't easy. It's hard work, you know? Once my ass sits down and I'm in the living room watching Netflix or I'm outside drinking something, it is what it is, right? And and Yozik's right, Nate. Like, don't get down on yourself. You're working your ass off, brother, and I get you. And and that that's the worst part about this side hustle thing is it's easy to get up here and be cheerleader, cheerleader, cheerleader. But when it comes down to it, the hard stuff is just getting yourself to do it. And there's no easy end to it, man. Like, um, if there was we'd all be doing it immediately, right? Um, it sucks. It's hard. It's hard work. You know, the first couple of weeks you'll get excited and then you'll be like, um, burn out and I'm done because it does. It adds work to your life. Um, it takes away freedom for a while. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that's an answer or if that's, um, just commiseration here, brother, but I was there. I really was, you know, um, the, the whole doing snow before work, during coffee break, lunchtime, after work. I did it, man. I only did it for a year. So I'm not saying that, uh, you know, I did it forever. But um, yeah, figure it out. Figure out how bad you want it. And uh, I don't know. Uh, get it, get Aaron to 
um, push you out the door once in a while. I don't know. It, none of it's easy, man. And I'm here to listen anytime you want to talk. I promise. Simple as that. How about I'm scared? That's not one I hear as often from people in our community, but that was one I dealt with all the time. And I was, it was simply put that I was insecure or I thought I was going to burn somebody's house down. And guess what? I royally fucked up a few times. Absolutely. I did. But, um, being scared didn't change that being nervous or anxious about something didn't change it. Um, but you know what? Doing it in spite of the fact that I was scared or anxious or nervous or think I couldn't do it is what's allowed us to build things the way they have been. So if you are, whether you want to talk about it or not, or whether whether you deal with anxiety or whatever it happens to be, it's okay. <laughs> but again, I'm not ready. I'm scared. They're two of the same excuses. They're just that last thing that you got to slip out and, you know, you're going to do them a favor. You're going to slip up behind that thought and you're going to shoot it right between the, you know, right behind the ear right there. You're going to assassinate it, drop it dead, leave it there, and then you're going to jump off the cliff or whatever you have to do. That's exactly it, Yozik. You can do it. <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> um, this is the big one is I don't have time. Nobody has time. We all fill our days every single day. Uh, there's some days that I absolutely, um, there's some days that I just waste that time. And that's a precious resource. Nobody has time. So you got to find it. You got to make it. Simple as that. There's no easy no easy answer. You just got to look at your schedule and say, what can I cut out that gives me the time? And remember, it's an investment, right? So you're going to take that time, you're going to put it into it, and you're going to build. And you're going it, to, it's like build, it's like a nest egg, right? It's like for a long time, every time I went to the city, I'd buy a, a silver round, and then I'd put it in the safe or put it somewhere. So you're, you're stockpiling. So each time you don't miss, was it like 30 bucks at the time for a silver round? But eventually, you've built yourself up a nice little pile of uh, precious metals. And that's the way this is. You got to find a way to poke 10 hours out of your life or whatever. I use 10 because that's roughly what I did at first. Find some time, invest that time. And you're, you're building a nest egg of experience and customers and income all as you go along. So you just have to find it. I can't give you an answer. My stupid answer was I gave up baseball. And then I, I read an article tonight and it said that uh, they've implemented pitch clocks in baseball this year. And the average length of a game has gone from three hours and eight minutes down to two hours and 36 minutes. They've shaved 32 minutes off the game. And I said to Becky, I said, I might just start watching baseball next year. Yeah, we'll see. I won't probably, but uh, Nate says, totally that Tim love what I do. Hate dealing with the position. Weekends are good to get shit done. Hell, we moved the entire rabbit system in about an hour when it was 95 out last weekend. Weeknights is hard. Yep. You're right. They are hard. Simple as that. Um, Yozik, Nate, you and Aaron are killing it and doing so much. You are guys. And I'm proud of you. I mean, you know, I'm just, I'm a friend, <laughs> I'm a podcaster, I'm a content creator. So sometimes it feels cheesy telling people I'm proud of them, but I am because, you know, here's the thing, guys, most people don't get told they're, um, someone's proud of them often enough. And when I say that to people, a lot of times people get this kind of like silly, shy, goofy look on their face, like, oh, okay, what, what the hell do you want me to do with it? But I'll bet you, deep down inside, it uh, it helps because everybody feels overwhelmed. Everybody feels like they don't have enough money. They don't have enough time. But when it comes down to it, you need to be told that you're um, somebody's proud of you. So I am. I'm proud of everybody in the workshop every single day. And people fail some days. And I don't say fail, but they 
people don't do what they wanted to do. But guess what? They get back up and they keep going. So I'm proud of all you guys. Hell yeah, I am. And I appreciate you. Uh, Dragon, uh, sorry, Darkwing Dave said, a friend of mine used to say, you have time for what you make time for. Yep. And it's true. That I mean, and that's such a cliche. Again, we're back to the cliche thing. And I've talked about this a bunch. The old, um, shoot, what was he, Dutch? I think he was Dutch. And he, we had a, um, a pastor at my church. His name was Mr. Den Hollander. And he told my dad one day, he said, you know what? People make time for what's important to them. Simple as that. If you put time on it, it's important. And if you don't, it's not important. You can say it's important, but what's important is where you put your actions. Simple as that. Doesn't make it easy, but it's true. Um, all right. Letty Lou says, it's difficult to take compliments. As awesome as it can feel, sometimes you just don't feel deserving of it. Absolutely you don't. And that's cool. I get it. <sighs> because it feels, taking a compliment almost feels like bragging, you know? I got to the point where when people ask me, um, you know, I used to be shy about when people ask me what good things are going on in your life. And I would say, oh, you know, I, you know what? Hell yeah. I tell people now all the time. And if they think I'm bragging, well, too fucking bad because I'm proud of what I've done and I want to motivate other people to do it. So there it is. But yeah, it, it's hard. You're right. It, it, there's no easy way. Taking compliments can be tough, but I'll work on it. We'll all work on it together. How about that? Know Your Joe says nine to five pays the bills, five to whatever builds the kingdom. Boom. That's uh oh, that's a good one. I love it. Absolutely. A1. <laughs> uh, don't have the time. What if I fail? Eh, you know what? You only fail if you give up. Um, it absolutely uh, could. You could fail. Yeah, you could. But here's the thing. <laughs> you absolutely will fail if you don't do it. So if you sit here and for the next 10 years, you think, well, guess what? I didn't do anything because I was always scared that I was going to fail. Well, guess what? Over the next decade, you didn't do anything. Okay. I know that. Tim, you already said this. Shut up. But here's the deal. If you try something and in two years, you decide it's not for me and you shut the business down. I, okay. Randomly, we were in Great Falls the other day and I see this place called, it has like Mike's Movies and More or something like that. It might not have been Mike's. I can't remember. And so for whatever reason, you know, I'm into nostalgia. I'm like, I'm going to Google the guy or Google the the, the store. So it turns out he shut down earlier this year and he was open for 12 years. The crazy dude opened a movie rental store in 2010 and he had a Facebook page. And so it was really weird, but I scrolled through his posts just because I wanted to see. And it was like the reverse. How do you put it? It was like, you remember the movie Benjamin Button, right? And where he goes from, he's born old and he goes young. Well, see, so you're flipping back. And, you know, the very first post I found was, this is the last day, come in and buy all DVDs for $3 or whatever it was. And then you scroll back over 12 years and you find the post for, hey, getting the sign hung today. And uh, the doors are going to open. Come and get your video rentals. Now, uh, do you think that dude looks at it as failing? I hope he doesn't because the dude managed to to run a business he was passionate about and excited about, you could tell, for 12 years, and he just decided to shut it down now. Now, I read the only article on the internet about him, and I don't know why I even did this, but it was just kind of neat to see that, you know, from the idea to the conception all the way through to the shutdown, the entire thing, he might not even realize it is all documented on his Facebook page over the last 12 years. And so he's done. And you know what? He's got memories. 
He provided a service to a town. He worked in his passion for 12 years. Um, he kept a ton of movies for his personal collection. He said he didn't sell them all because he loves movies and he was going to semi-retire at this point. So when it's done, he has, you know, what would that be? Maybe 15%, 10%, probably, you know, 10 to 15% of his life he spent on that endeavor. And I bet he learned a lot of stuff. And when he finished up, I hope he doesn't feel like a failure because even if something doesn't succeed per se, if you learn from it, then it's not a mistake. Simple as that, guys. So don't be scared to fail because um, this same dude could have thought 12 years ago, I'm going to open a movie store. And then for the next 12 years said, no, nah, I'm just going to keep going working for my nine to five. He never would have known, right? And you don't want to have regrets. I don't live with regrets, but... I guess you could have some, right? So, um, Haas says, so true, uh, Tim, most complaints for nine to five jobs are not for, for not being appreciated. Yes. And it's true. I had a boss, Tanya, wonderful lady when I worked at Dairy Queen for that year and a half. And she used to say, and I mean, it's probably partly true, but there was only so much money that she could pay people at Dairy Queen because, you know, the margins were fairly thin. So she, she always told me, she goes, listen, here's the deal. I'm never going to pay you a ton of money. And this is what it is. She goes, I'm going to pay you what, what I can, but I'm going to hopefully make up for it by letting you know that you're valued and I appreciate you. And there was not a day went by that she didn't uh, talk about how she valued us and how she enjoyed us. And we were friends and she, you know, bought me a, a stupid little milkshake, homemade um, retro, you know, 60s green milkshake maker for Christmas. And here it is 23 years later, 22 years later. And I don't remember how much I made there, but I remember that Christmas gift she gave me. So you're absolutely right. Appreciation should be number one on everything. And here's the cool thing, working for yourself, um, you find a sense of accomplishment and, appreci and appreciation that you don't get working for, you know, um, what do you, uh, Mr. Crab or anything like that. If you, you know, the uh, SpongeBob reference, right? Second is pay raises. Here's my thing about pay raises. One thing I've noticed, I don't know, and maybe I'm biased being self-employed at this point, pay raises are nice, but very quickly, um, you know, even if it's $100, $200 more a paycheck, a person learns to spend that money. But more than that, you quickly become entitled to that money and you soon want to find more money. So when you do something for yourself, you get to control how much money you make and you can scale it. So um, I think there's maybe a little more um, accomplishment or I don't know if that's the right term, but in making money for yourself, because yeah, I think um, being appreciated at a job is worth as much or more than just another pay raise. But this is coming from me who used to get 15 cent an hour raises each year. So that wasn't much anyway. Uh, Moonbear. Yeah, I, I don't know if I said hello, Moonbear, but great to have you. Finding something you're passionate about is the key to being successful. It is because um, I would hope that anybody who's making a shit ton of money, uh, if you're not liking what you do, you're willing to change. Because my definition of successful is being happy and fulfilled and helping other people and making a shit ton of money while I'm doing it. Simple as that. So it can all happen through and through. Uh, yeah, you're right, Nate. Oh, you're true. He says pay cuts are a huge morale killer. They are because all of a sudden you feel like it, it's a kick to the balls, man. It's, it, it hurts your, um, your take home pay, 
but it also makes you feel like you're no longer wanted anymore. So yeah, I get it, man. I, I mean, yeah, I, it is what it is for sure. So anybody out there who's thought they might want to start a side hustle that hasn't yet, I think just about everybody in here has been doing it. I know Haas was really, we're excited for Haas. <laughs> we're absolutely excited for you, man. Uh, wants to get it done in the next six months, so we're going to hold you to it. Uh, a really good example from kind of the extended community recently was Sean Mills. And I think that's, it's awesome because we're in a time where the entire extended community, all these different communities can support somebody and he can do a value for value exchange and he can walk away and tell, take, take this job and shove it. And that's exactly what Sean did. He, I believe last Friday was his last day at the job, or maybe it was even before that. And he is going to offer a service for homesteaders and preppers and the whole works that nobody else is doing testing. Um, I believe it's DC pumps on solar panels, the whole works. Like I'm, I cannot wait to see what Sean does. And it's awesome. I remember back, it's probably three, four years ago now when uh, Nicole needed um, a bigger and better roaster so she could go on to bigger and better things. And she did a uh, her own version of Kickstarter and it it did gangbusters. So this is what we do, guys. There, What I love is we all get to spend our money where we want to spend it. And we live in a time now where we can all do a side hustle and we can support one another and not just to support like Patreon where, and even Patreon is a value for value. It's, Hey, I love your content. So here's some money. But beyond that, what I like about what everybody else is doing is Nicole, she raised money for a coffee roaster. Now she creates incredible coffee that people buy from her value for value, right? Sean, he's not just, Hey guys, I want to go out and live in a schoolie. So uh, send me some money. No, no, no. He's turning this into a business. He's given people reports in real, um, real time or top-notch data that nobody else is doing to help people figure out what pump they need for their off-grid system. It's awesome. Hey, another new face, I believe. Anyway, Mitch, if I haven't seen you here before, it's great to have you. Says, I work as an operator at a plastics factory, 10 years. If I take more technical position, I lose $6 an hour. Isn't that something? Yeah, see, that's that's a shame. Ah, that frustrates me to no end. So I, yeah, like I said, it is what it is. Um, here's the other thing. A side hustle doesn't have to, I've talked about this earlier, but it doesn't have to shift to a full-time job. It doesn't have to be the full-time gig. It could just be the thing that gives you um, the satisfaction that gets you through the day. That's all it is, right? Um, Nate says he's got a few ideas rolling around and I can't wait to hear about them. Uh, Letty Lou says finding something you're passionate about that other folks hate is a great way to get your hustle going. Absolutely. Like the fact that uh, Letty will fly at her expense to anywhere in the continental U.S. to organize your garage. At least I think that's what she's offering. I, I might be wrong about that. But no, all kidding aside, Letty is doing some awesome. Uh, she's getting ready to do um, organizational type things. I'm excited. We're going to take her up on it at some point. Uh, Haas says at my current job, we actually pay well, but have a high turnover rate due to people not doing their jobs and not being appreciated. Yep. And Know Your Joe says, try working on side something for a couple of three years. Don't go in uh, into debt to try it. Do what you can afford to do. Learn the pitfalls. Don't give up. See what you can do as three years will pass anyway. Absolutely. That's what it is. Do it. 
learn from it, uh, repeat the things that work, stop doing the things that don't. And eventually three years is a really good timeline there, man. I, that's the type of thing. If you're willing to, you know, put away at a side hustle for three years, you're going to find what works. And the cool thing is, and I've said this a lot, wherever you start is probably not where you're going to finish. And that's okay because, um, it's not a failure. It's uh, learn from my mistake and hop over it. Um, yeah, Letty says not flying virtual help for it all. Absolutely. <laughs> and, um, Haas said, uh, after getting home, I'm so burned out. It's hard to start. I wonder what we can do about this guys. We need to figure out a way. And it's not like I can, you know, send you monster energy drinks in the mail at all, <laughs> but there's gotta be a way that we can all motivate one another because, um, that seems to be a, a common refrain from, uh, fellers in here that, uh, people are just burnt out after their day job. And I, I get it. I know I was there. Um, I, I, I don't know how to fix it yet, but let's look into it. Let's see what we can do guys. I don't know what I can do. I don't know if it's just more encouragement or what, but we'll figure it out for you. And Letty says the manufacturers around me lose so many workers when <laughs> when hunting season starts, then they come back when it's over. It's so crazy. Uh, that was, uh, fishing was that way back home too. Um, Yozik says, I deal with being spent too. I just push myself to the next thing. It becomes more of a routine after time. It's true. Lots of caffeine as well. And, uh, Mitch says, I want to learn more and go out of the way to do it, but I won't get more for it. I'm stuck. My wife works third shift. I work first. So we have never had to pay for daycare. So it's worth it. Um, not sure how old you are, Mitch. I, I can tell you that my wife, uh, Becky and I did that for a couple of years, many years ago as well. And it does help. It sucks because you don't see each other. For us, it was, hey, I'm home. All right, I'm heading to work. And we did it and we made it work. Everybody does uh, what they can to make it work. Um, you know, it could be, I don't know, listening to some side hustles or audiobooks while you're working to give you some ideas, even if you can find one hour a week or, um, oh, he's 42. My kids are seven, eight, 15 and 20. You're yeah. Um, I get you. Absolutely. Uh, I'm 42. I have five kids, but three of them have moved out and we have twins who are 13. So life isn't easy. Uh, that, that's why, you know, it's, it, it's fun or easy for me to sit here and preach on and on about side hustles. But, you know, uh, a guy who I'd consider my mentor and some of you, most of you'll know him is Jack Spirico, of course. But he, I mean, when he built his podcast empire, he did it on like four hours of sleep for a while recording in, in his, um, was it his Volvo or Jetta or in, in his Jetta while he was driving and hollering at uh, assholes on the highway. So, we do what we have to do. Um, here's the thing. Maybe this will help a little bit, but set yourself a time limit. You know, if you're exhausted, say, I'm going to try this for six months and I'm going to see if I can do it. Or I'm going to try it for three months and I'm going to see what happens. Commit to a time frame because most anybody can put up with something or can handle something for a short period of time if there's an end point in, you know, uh, on the horizon. So if you give yourself three months, even though you're exhausted, you say, okay, I'm going to find five hours a week to work on this side hustle. And I'm going to do it for three months. And if you do it for three months, and if you're absolutely exhausted, and you fucking hate it the whole time, well, then maybe it's just not for you. But you might just find that 
you're okay with that extra hour a day doing it or whatever it happens to be, right? So it's there. I'm going to put together some more stuff on this and I'd like some feedback from you guys because, um, yeah, Yozik says, uh, better sleep really helps coming from someone that's 50 now. Yeah. Uh, sleep is important. And as I get older, I seem to get less of it or require less of it. I don't know what it is, but here's what I want you guys, or if you guys can over the next while in the telegram group, um, share what your biggest struggles are. So it seems like, you know, just being burnt out all the time, but I want everybody maybe over the next week to kind of brainstorm and think, what are some tips or tricks or, you know, maybe it's just as simple as sucking it up or having a, a little, you know, um, male support group on Telegram. I don't know what it is. I don't know what we can do, but I want to, I want to help people with the, I'm so burnout mindset, because that's not something that I have really talked about in the past. And, uh, it'd be something that I'd like to help everybody with if I can. Uh, I'm not perfect, but if we can figure it out together, um, then everybody can kind of move forward and, and get shit done. So what do you think, guys? Um, side hustles. TikTok, 50% of the years left, less than 50%. So what do we got? What's that? We'll, we'll call it 26 weeks. If you were to put 15 hours in a week for the next 26 weeks, that's 390 hours. So call it 400 hours in the next half a year. What great thing could you build in 400 hours over the next 26 weeks? What is it? Could be anything, but I want to hear and I want to see you do it. That's it. And know your Joe says, and this, like, it's true. And I don't want to be that asshole that stands there and tells you it, but it is fucking true. The real key is actually to just start. And if you start putting your feet in front of you, because we all have excuses, I'm telling you, we all do. And that's what it comes down to. It's that, like Letty says, it's a stupid little three word phrase from Nike. Just do it. Everything else you make it work. You find time for the things you want to do. And if you're burnout or tired or the, you know, the, you know, you don't see your wife or your kids are in the way, this is where it comes down to is, um, yes. <laughs> Yozik says you are alone. We are here. Yeah. Um, I, not alone either. Maybe that's what he meant or maybe. Yeah. But we're here and this is what it is. And I, I talk about the telegram group, but that's where we're at guys. Um, you know, John Dowie will talk to me sometimes. He's like, yep, yeah, I'm just tired, but I'm going to go work anyway. And that's what it is. Just one foot in front of the other. And yes, I knew Yozik meant you aren't, you aren't alone. We're here. We're a community. We want to encourage people. I know you're tired. I'm tired. We're all fucking tired. You know, um, I put at least, I bet you 40 hours a week into content. I love it. You know, is it easy all the time? Fuck no, it's not easy. I put all the time as much as I can into the daycare, you know, fixing things up for the wife. And I put the rest of the time into my other business, the property management. So it's there. But that's it, guys. That's it. Uh, know your Joe says, big tip to everyone. The easiest thing to build with little money is community. Tim is doing great at this. Thanks, Joe. I appreciate you guys. I hope this was an encouraging kick to the ass. Simple as that. I just wanted it to be both a reminder that we're halfway through the year, but I also want it to be a reflection on all the great things you've done this year. And I wanted it to be that one moment where you take that sledgehammer and you knock out that keystone at the bottom of the wall and you knock that fucking excuse down and you get out and you just do it. Okay. That's it. I can't force you to do anything, 
but that's what it's going to be. Eventually, you just got to friggin' do it. So, guys, I love you. Always appreciate you in here. I I love these Thursday night deep dive episodes. Um, yeah, keep coming. We hit 19 viewers tonight. There'll be something tomorrow night. Haven't decided what yet. It all depends on um, how the missus is feeling, if we do a, a collab episode tomorrow night or not. But there'll be something. Yeah, Sunday evening, I have an interview. Don't even know who it's with yet. I'll, I'll let you know. Don't worry. I mean, I know who it is, but I just haven't, uh, you know, found it, uh, looked it up right now. So it is what it is, guys. I appreciate you. I'm going to go up, hang out with my wife for a little bit, get a little bit of shit done before this old man goes to bed. And as always, stay happy, stay healthy, and have a great friggin' week.